And so if there were five films, six clips, um, what was uh, the character Olaf? What did he say that love was? Shout out for me. Anybody feeling really confident that want to raise their hand and have a microphone thrust under their chin? No, okay, that's fine, no problem. Elsa says, I don't even know what love is. And then Olaf, the great sage and prophet, says, that's okay, I do. Love is putting someone else's needs before yours. So love is putting someone else's needs before yours. Do you think, church, that we could do this nice and loud and all together? No, okay. No confidence there whatsoever. Love is putting someone else's needs before yours. On the count of three. One, two, three. Love is? Putting someone else's needs before yours. That's really good. That's, that's worth the entrance fee, if nothing else. Very good. Jesus often told stories and Jesus would often tell stories to reveal something about our hearts. So what I'd like to do just to get us thinking a little bit more about love is to retell one of Jesus's stories, one of his famous stories, but I'm going to update it and I'm going to set it in Sheffield if you would indulge me. Would that be okay? Okay, six of you are with me. This is wonderful. Okay, here we go. A stranger, so Jesus told a story about a stranger. Now, the stranger didn't go to church. In fact, people who went to church thought they were a little bit bad, a wrong and not evil as such, but far from God. And one day, the stranger was walking in Sheffield city centre, doing a little bit of shopping, ladies and gentlemen. And they'd finished their shopping... And now they were waiting for a bus. And I do believe that it was the number 52. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And across the road, if you know where the 52 bus stop is, that takes the bus up to Crooks, next to the cathedral on that patch of grass, you know, where the drunks hang out, the stranger saw a man, bloodied and bruised, beaten up by somebody and beaten up by life. The stranger chose to cross the road to help... And as he did so, the 52 bus that they'd been waiting for rolled past behind them. Brother, the stranger said, has no one stopped to help you? No one, replied the man. From behind them, the cathedral organ began to play and hearty singing filled the square. And sure enough, in the last hour, the place had been awash with people. Lots of people in flowing robes had walked past. Lots of people in their best clothes, their shirt and ties, pretty dresses. People from all denominations, all backgrounds, all walks of life. And a Baptist minister called Alan and even some members from St. Thomas Crooks had been amongst the throng. The stranger called for an ambulance. He waited for the ambulance to come and rode with the man to hospital. The stranger waited with him until he was admitted And over the next few days, he took time to visit the man in hospital. And over the next few weeks and months, they became firm friends. Now, I tell you that, ladies and gentlemen, to make a point about what love is, but not to make us feel guilty, but as Jesus did, to reveal something of our hearts. And the first thing is that we are all a work in progress. None of us have got this down. 
And the second is to highlight that we all make these little internal excuses for why we don't put other people's needs before our own. So somewhere, there's somewhere else that I needed to be. I was too busy. I was concerned for my personal safety. And so as we consider love this morning, I'd just like us to consider what are those things that make us stop loving others or that we're too busy? What's the thing that stops us from putting other people's needs before our own? For me, that's often pain, burnt fingers or other injuries that I've, uh, that I've suffered. Self-pity when I'm feeling down, the poor me's when I'm having a tough time. They're the times that I can feel just that little bit more, uh, why should I help you? What is it, I wonder, for you? And thinking of this reminded me of a passage a little bit further on in Galatians, in Galatians 6, verses 7 to 10, which says this, A person reaps what they sow. Whoever sows to please their flesh, their selfish desires, from their flesh will reap destruction. But whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of believers. So in this little passage, we have the choice to sow to the flesh, putting me first, what I want, the struggles that I have, the things that stop us from stepping out and helping those around us. We can sow to the flesh, or we can sow to the spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience, all of that. So if we sow to the spirit, if we practice these things, if we choose to put others' needs before our own, then we will grow in that and we will reap a harvest at the proper time. Olaf, the great sage and prophet, love is putting someone else's needs before our own. And we see that in the life of Jesus who left heaven, came to earth, lived a life, faced extreme opposition, even to the point of death on a cross. Why? Not for fame and adulation but so that you and I might have the opportunity, we might have the ability to connect with God, our Father, and receive his great love for us. Love is putting someone else's needs before ours. And from Ephesians 5, just to finish, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Ladies and gentlemen, the call in our lives as Christians is to love those around us. The call in our lives as Christians is to put other needs before our own. It's the one thing that Jesus said would mark us out as his disciples, that we love one another. So as I finish, short thought this morning, kept it short, thanks Luke. Um, who I'd just love you to turn in your family groups. You might want to pray for those that you know who are in need, um, but you might also want to just have a chat with those around you and say, who is it that you can serve? Who is it around you whose needs that you can put above your own today? 
And the second thing that I would like to do is just issue a challenge to us, all who sit here today, all works of in, in progress as I know I am sat, uh, stood here on the stage. The challenge this week is just to do one thing where you put somebody else's needs above your own this week. One thing every day. You might want to write it down in your journal. You might want to pray about that when you wake up and start your day. But I'm challenged just to really consciously do one thing for somebody else every day this week. So let's turn to those around us in family groups, those uh, not yet friends that you're sat next to, and let's just talk. Who can you serve today? Will you accept that challenge? Thank you.